Now let's take a look at the bigger picture. Andrew Rosen's with us, President Diversified, joining us right now. Andrew, good to see you. Thank you so much for being here. I, I mean, I'm sort of surprised, and you tell me, holding on to the rally. I mean, we're not far off the highs of the day. I mean, there hasn't been fluctuations. There hasn't been uh, any volatility. Well, the Dow is still up nearly 1,000 points. Yeah, it's kind of refreshing, isn't it? <laughs> so, look, this is what the market's been waiting for. Not that I think this is the be-all, end-all, but this is the, the, the crack in the armor that that I think we've all been waiting in sigh relief, that CPI came down whole percentage point from last month. It looks like the Fed's efforts are finally paying off, which we knew was a lagging effect, but it's doing what it's supposed to. And maybe they're not going to be as aggressive in the future, which is also hopeful seeing this sign. It, of course, we know if it went the other direction, probably see the market not celebrate. But this is this is a good sign. This is a good sign and I think sets us up pretty nicely for 2023. Yeah, I think people would have felt a little better if that shelter number weren't so hot, right? I mean, I, when I saw the shelter number, I mean, it actually jumped and it was the highest, largest month over month increase for that particular component, according to Lizanne Saunders. I was looking at, and seeing that um, since August of 1990. So while other things came down, used cars, airlines, medical services, um, apparel, that's not a good one to have it jump up like that. No. I hear you. Uh, look, I, where where do we put the most emphasis? Is housing. I think that's two third of two thirds of GDP and CPI is is all stemmed from the housing economy. What I read today, I think eight straight months of slowing growth in in that in that department in that sort of sector. So I think that's what you're really seeing a boom come from is that stuff's working. We know it's still lagging, and yeah, it's it's of course going to be mixed news. Interest rates are, are all over the place. You have unemployment still stubbornly low, which is, again, counterintuitively good and bad sign. But if unemployment can stay low-ish, although you're still you're reading every day about more layoffs coming, and inflation can start to get in control, I mean, it's not going to be a, a streamlined linear downturn. But if we can start to see some sustained decrease in inflation, I, I think really poised for a great next year. Yeah. Uh, are we thinking gridlock in Congress? I mean, I'm not sure that the elections went the way everybody sort of anticipated, but and there's still some uncertainties, but what does it mean for the market? Yeah, so here's here's what we know. The markets love gridlock. Also, next it also lines up nicely with next year being the third year in Biden's term. Three, year three in a presidential term has been positive every year since 1950. Positive sign, of course. We know that the best outlook, the best market breakdown from a, a division of power is a Democratic Senate and president with a Republican House. Looking like that may be the case here. And forget it that the amount it is. The reality is, if it's if it's split and everyone's going on party lines these days with, with, with a couple outlier defectors, that's what the market wants to see. Right? Again, I think these things, if inflation can stop being so stubborn and the Fed can s slow down and taper what it's doing, I, I really think greener skies and clear, clear seas and calmer seas ahead. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So you think the Fed will be 
slowing those rate hikes or at least sort of reducing the trajectory. And so instead of 75, maybe 50, we even heard 25 today. Yeah. Yeah, I think what we're we're calling for is probably 50 in December. They don't meet again until end of January, early February. Ideally, another quarter percent point there. Getting sort of the terminal rate approximately around 5%. Let it hang there for a bit. And then kind of coming down. 3 to 4% is where we see the long-term rate once things normalize, which is healthy. I think a lot of people forget that we were at a 0.25% rate for, for a couple years because of COVID. That's not natural. That's not what the government, the Fed wants to see. And that's really where we're keeping our eyes. That's, that mm -hmm. is really driving. So in this type of market environment, what's your favorite play? How do you go about investing here? Yeah, for us, it's a diversification play, almost always. And all, we, we still are overweighting energy and, and we like semiconductors are about neutral on, on uh, growth and value. And we're still, we're still domestically biased and, and large cap biased. So we'll, we'll probably rotate out of that. We still have a defensive lean with some of our portfolios because we're, we're not there yet, but we think we're cl getting close. So that's, that's our playbook right now, but staying diversified, staying invested, and this thing will ride itself out. I, I mean, I, for the first time in a while, I think we're really starting to, to see some glimmer of sunshine. Yeah, I mean, a name like Amazon, for example, that's up 12% today. You know, you think about the FANG names that have been beaten down, tech names that have been beaten down. Um, it's not time to sort of nibble yet or, or not? Because some of these names are down 40, 50, 60% at this point. Yeah, I, I, I think it's a great point, Nicole. Why not, right? Where's Tesla going to be long term? Where's Amazon going to be long term? Go to my doorstep today. You'll see Amazon's doing okay. I promise you. So, with with inflation coming down, and it, which is a great boon. I mean, look at the Nasdaq today; it's killing it, right? I mean, as inflation comes down and interest, the, the season, we see an end in interest rate. We know that both well for growth companies that whose projections and P is further in the future. So, for us, yeah. I, I mean, if if you're an individual stock picker and you're looking for some plays. I would buy the dip on those companies all. Yeah, you mentioned semis, just a quick check there too. Um, that group, is it certain names in the group or do you really like the whole group? I like the whole group, but we just think that's the wave of yeah. every, you know, everything and anything is more and more semiconductor uh, dependent. I mean, electric car takes it, it exponentially more semiconductors than a gas car. And where's the future of automobiles? We all know it's there. And that's just one small example. So for us, exactly, you have it there. We own the whole semiconductor iShares markets. Yeah. Andrew Rosen, good to see you. Thank you so much. President of Diversified. Good to see you, Andrew. Thanks. Thanks.